When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! All right, so come on down to su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. I was telling Sarah, you guys are, of all the people who send review copies, and for especially what our show does, we just give you so many shout-outs because you guys do so much much incredible work. Seriously, in the five years, one of the things that I wasn't able to say, there's so many things I'd love to be able to say, is the support from press, fans, everything is just like, like... That's how we've got to five years. Like, I mean, it isn't just our team here. I mean, yes, it is our dedication and our and um, uh, our love for the product or whatever like that. But if we didn't speak to fans or press or in a way that they, you guys understood, like, look, we're 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 one and the same here, then I don't think we would have had the right like. People can, can smell fakes. And, and I feel like we're not. Well, we aren't. <laughs> I, I, I really, I think you grabbed my attention specifically with your constant appearances on Shockwaves uh, and Killer POV and love, stuff. Love, love. Well, and you know, and those guys are great. Again, they're fans. You can tell they are. And so five years ago when we started Scream Factory, I knew to go grassroots and to jump in with those people first because they're influencers and they know what they're doing and they know horror and so when they realized we were the real deal it's just been a good relationship back and forth absolutely uh so first of all let's introduce you to the listeners uh so i'm speaking to jeff from scream factory and obviously if you're listening to horror movie night you know who scream factory is we've uh 
watched a decent chunk of their movies and obviously as a comedy podcast talking about bad horror we haven't always been the kindest to all of their movies but they're <laughs> all right but their releases have always been top-notch and fantastic and that's why we love them so much um the the fact that you guys try to give so much love and attention to films that sometimes don't necessarily deserve the love and attention very many of them actually <laughs> actually you know it's funny when you know i take a movie like you know windows who's never no one's ever even heard of you know and we have like three interviews and trailers and tv spots who are like what what's what do you do here but you know we and in the 300 plus titles that we have released you know, and we look back at them, you know, yes, the big ones, Return of the Living Dead, Army of Darkness, the thing, naturally, you're going to want to put as many bells and whistles as you can on them because those are your best sellers and those have their biggest fans. But we like to give love to the movies that kind of went under the radar that still have fans like Session 9, like, uh, you know, uh, The Sentinel. Like, I mean, there's so many of them. But, um, yes, we have... But we are also realistic, and we know when some movies are just simply bad movies. And guess what? We embrace them. We embrace that the car is silly. Yeah, we embrace Which is why it. horror fans appreciate it. Yeah. We like those bad movies, too. Of course. I have to say, one thing that jumped out at me, we just left the, the Shout and Scream Factory panel. How badly did you fight for for Matinee and Mac and Me before Shout got it instead of Scream? Because both of those seem like they would be Scream Factory releases in my mind. So so that's a very good question. Um, so Mac and Me, actually, believe it or not, we did never consider to be in the Scream line. <laughs> and the only reason the only reason is though that we've put a lot of sci-fi into the Scream line, like Escape yeah. from New York and Mad Max and Rotor yeah. and a whole bunch of other things. Um. Uh, Mac and me was a little too kid friendly and So you're not gonna put out Nuki uh, or anything. No, but you know what's really funny is that we did put out Garbage Pail Kids all those years yeah, ago. Which was kinda like but that was a more viscerally gross movie. It really it's a really movie disgusting movie. <laughs> so um, Mac and me went there. Now Matinee did do what we call a line straddle. Yeah. And it was um, debated about uh, quite hotly, believe it or not, in the office oh, I of whether it. or not it should go into to shout select or scream and um, ultimately it got tipped into the shout select line which is fine it's still coming out you yeah, know what and I mean? that's like, all that matters you know, like, it's still the DVD gonna... I bought was like $25 used yeah, so like yeah, having yeah. a good and there's no special features it's yeah. not even a trailer Joe, you know Joe we're gonna we have a relationship with Joe Dante and we're gonna do everything that we can with that um, again it just happens to be in the shot select line and there's gonna be illustrated art on it and you know whatever but we yeah it did it did tiptoe and sometimes we have those titles that Buckaroo Banzai last year was another one that could have gone into Scream but it went into shot select or we have a couple of other ones on the horizon where it's like, well, does you know, this go in here and that. We do have those every now and then, and I, I look at it like this: who cares? They're coming out. <laughs> exactly. So you had mentioned in the panel that um, the, the sales from your five-year oh like blowout God. have been huge. Now I've heard you. Uh, you were on my old podcast last year, and uh, I've heard you talk about it on uh, shock treatment or shock waves. Uh, that there's films that sometimes you had high expectations for and they were not quite as successful as you had hoped. Yep. Were there any titles that actually jumped that barrier from being unsuccessful into a success because of these sales? Or No, um, but what we did learn in that sale completely is that 
there are certain titles that I would like to call, they're sort of like fringe titles. Yeah. So, you know, a person like, you know, we announce the thing or carrier child's play. Those are big titles and people want those on day one. Yeah. And that's because they're huge fans of those films. Then you have other films, Tales from the Hood, Serial Mom, some ones that are a little less but still have their fan following. People still want it. But then you'll have other titles that sort of go down third or fourth or fifth where it's like, well, I am interested in the legacy, but, or I am. And look, people only have a certain amount of money in their pockets. Exactly. Um, fans only have a certain amount of money. Every, every month they have to say, wow, all of these companies are putting out Blu-ray releases. Which ones am I going to choose? So what we learned from the sale is that a lot of those sort of CD titles really race to the type when they're at a certain price range. There are people that will buy them at the at the higher price, yeah. and then there are people that will wait, and that's okay. We're still selling them, you know. But um, I wouldn't say that someone, you know, there was enough units that moved that it can say, "Oh my God, this is a gigantic success." But we did see across the board, like titles that hadn't sold for years that were suddenly coming up and we ended up having to make more product because we were back ordered there you go yeah. that's awesome yeah all right so two words uh poughkeepsie tapes oh my god <laughs> okay so you know what can i say about that um cliff mcmillan um I holy shit at my yeah a lot of people did that. lots of people did um cliff mcmillan is responsible for that he's the other half of scream factory and he does the acquisitions and stuff and uh you know we have a relationship with MGM, and this was a title that's notorious. It was supposed to come out in theaters, and then it got dropped, and no one knew. Yeah, on demand for a minute, and got pulled, and nobody knew quite why this movie kind of disappeared um, and never came out. And we were able to make an agreement with this film and MGM, and boom, it's coming out. And it will have some extras. Will it be able to tell the whole story of what happened with it? I don't know yet. Um, You're still working We're still working on it. But we know from the pre-orders and from the excitement on the Scream Factory page, my God, when I announced it, that thing got 200,000 views and major engagement. So Yeah, it was kind of like a a little surprise. We didn't quite... Cliff knew. I didn't quite know that there was this much of a backbuild for it. So, yeah. I I literally thought it would never happen. Yeah. So, real quickly, let's run down. I'm going to just run down what's coming out. Uh, I typed them all up. And if I miss any, let me know. Sure. But we got Attack of the Puppet People, which is a really weird choice, but whatever. (laughs) That's okay. You know what? (laughs) We admit some of these choices are weird. And, And But they also ended up being in the schedule. Look, I wanted to give, instead of just giving five or six big titles, which is like Cyborg and yeah. Misery and all the other ones the they made. The Stranger, right, ever. I still, we still have a fan base that loves the stuff that's never come out on Blu-ray yeah. before or in case of Eye of the Cat. It's yeah. never even come out. Never on, even heard of that never even, Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, neither had I. So, <laughs> so I was like, this is kind of cool. I'm really interested in seeing this 1969 the weird trippy movie. The is pretty... Yeah. But the, yeah. the thing that I was shocked was there was like... I felt like there was crickets to American Gothic, and I love oh, that movie. So you know what's really funny? There might be crickets in there, but I've seen over the years that be requested quite a bit it's a on, great on, movie. on on on. So, and 
I thought that that title was with a studio we couldn't license from. It ended up being at a studio that we could, and somehow we were able to get it. And I was like, "Great, let's go for yeah. it." I mean, and that's like one of those ones I just stumbled so on, weird. and it's, it's so, so it's, it's so bizarre. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Right. Very bizarre. But so I know that time's limited. I know right. that you need to get back to Los Angeles. I'm going to do what I'm sure every person does and just throw out three titles. I, I know that you can't say yes or no. That's all right. But, you know, if it's a definite, yeah, this is probably never, ever happening. Um, Arena, um, Alligator, and The Last Shark. So, <laughs> Arena, um, we would love to put out because we put it out as a four-pack on a DVD sort of a, a budget play thing a while ago. We don't have um, usable film elements to make it an HD transfer. Gotcha. That's why that one is sort of at a standstill. And unfortunately, what some people may not realize is, God, with these older films, you'd be shocked of how things were not kept. Things were thrown in the trash. Negatives are lost. And yeah. positives are lost. The things Both that... Films sometimes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's depressing. Like, you know, we'd love to get to Blood Beach. We hear that there's no elements out there. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just things like that. Um, Alligator. So Alligator is one of my, my all-time favorite films, uh, horror films. It's probably my top ten. And if anybody wants it, it would be me. Um, we don't have a path to it at this time. Doesn't mean that you're going to keep fighting for that. Yeah, one for that's one. That after. one is a, is one that we we really want. I really want. Yeah. Yes. And then the other one was uh, the, the last shark. shark. You know, I know you couldn't do cool know, jaws, yeah, but you like know that sure you know, last shark around. is never going to happen <laughs> because it was sued from yeah. Universal at the time. And Universal went over. They yeah, need their money. We, we well, listen. For that same token, we'd love to get Abby, the Exorcist ripoff yeah. in the seventies that got sued for being a you know Exorcist ripoff. You know, when those movies get piled in like that, legal doesn't want to touch it. They don't want to touch it, yeah. and it puts us at risk, sadly, Fair because enough, it's a sad. It's amazing. Oh well, bad. of course. You know, you have um, um, sharks that make um, uh, uh, surfboards explode, and yeah. like, and just purposely, and, you're just killing for the yeah, sake right, of killing. Yeah, they're yeah, suffocating yeah, scuba divers. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. We I watched it. it for. We did our big like two year anniversary live Twitch. We were on Twitch and we were screening weird movies. Yeah. and uh, our fans started calling the shark the fruit. Uh, fruit punch shark because its mouth is yeah. just so just, absurdly ah, red and open. No. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, it's thank a... you so much, Jeff. Oh, no, thank, thank you for you everything guys. you do. I'd like to campaign. If, God forbid, you ever get alligator, uh, I would love to be on that commentary, oh, but I'm yeah. sure there's about a million other people that are asking well, for that you know one, what? too. But... I, I, I believe me. I would want to be on the commentary for alligator. <laughs> just Allig- fill a whole a theater. Alligator a theater is a commentary. Movie. I hope we can get it one of these days. Thank you Absolutely. very much. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Alright, so come on down to, wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 